Marie Speaks God's Grace. 1. This blog post will have the resources and sources links for the Season 4 Bible Studies. 2. All books used and readings from during Live Bible Study can be found on our website, Marie Speaks God's Grace. Live in the Season 4 portion of the website. 3. After live Bible studies have completed, I will upload to Rumble and post link in this blog. How we conduct Bible studies here. We believe God has called each of us to search matters out. The glory of God is to conceal a thing secret, but the King's honor is to search out a thing. Proverbs 25 2. This is one reason why here at Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study we review several historical references and resources, of which we provide links and our screenshots for others to study at their leisure. We have been directed by God Almighty, to go book by book, verse by verse, sharing His good news. We believe as directed by God our Heavenly Father, learning and growing in Christ shall only be achieved in reading, studying, and sharing His word for ourselves, not relying on man. Luke 9 1 then called he his twelve disciples together, and gave them power and authority over all devils, and to heal diseases. 2 and he sent them forth to preach the kingdom of God, and to cure the sick, Matthew 24 4 and Yesus answered, and sighed unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. 5 For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive you many. Learning, growing, and studying with our Lord is to be done with others that are like-minded, but more so during our personal time. Matthew 6 6 But when thou prayest, enter into thy chamber and when thou hast shut thy door a, pray unto thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly.0. The blogs are written to assist those just beginning to study the Bible as a starting point. The live or recorded Bible studies are to cover and release opportunities and guidance, but ultimately is one's own personal responsibility to rule, govern, and be purposeful in their relationship with God, Christ, and the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 3.8 He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his wages according to his labor. Proverbs 22.6 Train up a child in the way he should go, even when he is old he will not depart from it. Romans 12.6-8 Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them, if prophecy, in proportion to our faith, if service, in our serving, the one who teaches, in his teaching, the one who exhorts, in his exhortation, the one who contributes, in generosity, the one who leads, with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy, with cheerfulness. Ezekiel 18:20. The soul who sins shall die. The son shall not suffer for the iniquity of the father, nor the father suffer for the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. Let us begin. Link to Rumble Live Bible Study audio podcast blog version of bible study audio a blog link to youtube live link bible study let us begin with today's lesson halley's bible handbook numbers ch24 please review bible study numbers ch22 for this portion of the history review richard's complete bible handbook numbers ch24 erdman's handbooks to the bible numbers ch24 Please review Bible study number CH22 for this portion of the history review. Let's get into the biblical portion of the Bible study. I will be reading the Bible verses from the Geneva 1599-1560 edition of the Bible, but please feel free to read from your own personal preferred version. Just understand that different versions come from different translations and translators, and of course publishers have different agendas. I always look for Bible published from lands that are known to have Lord as their king. 
The following verse are the type of kind of talk slash speech from a non-believer or even believer actually that. If I may be so blunt to say. Really 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 pisses me off. Numbers ch 24:10. Then Balak was very angry with Balaam, and smote his hands together. So Balak said unto Balaam, I sent for thee to curse mine enemies, and behold, thou hast blessed them now three times. 11 Therefore now flee unto thy place, I thought surely to promote thee unto honor, but lo, the Lord hath kept thee back from honor. My thoughts. I don't know about anyone else, but for. Me. When some thinks that they have control over my blessings and honor and not God, I get a fire of anger. I cannot stand controlling people. I can't stand someone so arrogant to think they have enough power to even impact me as a child of the only living God. I am not perfect by any means, but I know this. My God is in full control of everything. Reading the Bible and spending time with God has taught me, nothing happens without my God say so. This means difficult, happy, sad, funny, odd, supernatural and more times or season and events. My God is the controller of all. And, well that is the way I like it. I have a peace and calm and knowing in the full ability and faithfulness of my father. Me, knowing that whatever has happened I know I can read the Bible and find peace in Jesus. Or, go speak to God in prayer and ask questions, and in now time. My faithful father will help me understand or send me wisdom. Not, because I am so awesome, no. Simply because I have a relationship with my father, or because I asked, or maybe it's for his glory allow are all things done. Of course some might say, but this was Balaam a servant of darkness, and God is still in control. Everyone quotes Job so let's quote Job. Job. 1 won the holiness, riches, and care of Job for his children. 10 Satan hath permission to tempt him. 13 he tempteth him by taking away his substance, and his children. 20 his faith and patience. Job's character and wealth. 1 there was a man in the land of us called Job, and this man was an upright and just man, one that feared God, and eschewed evil. 2 And he had seven sons, and three daughters. 3 His substance also was seven thousand sheep, and three thousand camels, and five hundred yoke of oxen, and five hundred she-asses, and his family was very great, so that this man was the greatest of all the men of the east. 4 And his sons went and banqueted in their houses, every one his day, and sent, and called their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. 5 And when the days of their banqueting were gone about, Job sent, and sanctified them, and rose up early in the morning, and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job thought, it may be that my sons have sinned, and blasphemed God in their hearts, thus did Job every day. Satan allowed to test Job. 6 Now on a day when the children of God came and stood before the Lord, Satan came also among them. 7 Then the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord, saying, From compassing the earth to and fro, and from walking in it. 8 And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou not considered my servant Job, how none is like him in the earth? An upright and just man, one that feareth God, and escheweth evil? 9 Then Satan answered the Lord, and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? 10 Hast thou not made an hedge about him and about his house, and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. 11 But stretch out now thine hand and, or touch all that he hath to see if he will not blaspheme thee to thy face. 12 Then the Lord said unto Satan, Lo, all that he hath is in thine hand, only upon himself shalt thou not stretch out thine hand. So Satan departed from the presence of the Lord. Satan takes Job's property and children. 13 And on a day, when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. 
14 There came a messenger unto Job, and said, The oxen were plowing, and the asses feeding in their places. 15 And the Sabaeans came violently, and took them, Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, but I only am escaped alone to tell thee. 16 And while he was yet speaking, another came, and said, The fire of God is fallen from the heaven, and hath burnt up the sheep and the servants, and devoured them, but I only am escaped alone to tell thee. 17 And while he was yet speaking, another came, and said, The Chaldeans set on three bands, and fell upon the camels, and have taken them, and have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, but I only am escaped alone to tell thee. 18 And while he was yet speaking, came another, and said, Thy sons, and thy daughters were eating, and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. 19 And behold, there came a great wind from beyond the wilderness, and smote the four corners of the house, which fell upon the children, and they are dead, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. 20 Then Job arose, and rent his garment, and shaved his head, and fell down upon the ground, and worshipped. 21 And said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither, the Lord hath given, and the Lord hath taken it, blessed be the name of the Lord. 22 And all this did not Job sin, nor charge God foolishly. This book of the Bible showed me in so many ways God is in control and if I only trust and have faith, all will end well. I just need to have courage, faith, endurance, and trust in my Lord. Other people are nice to have, but no one compares to my God. No one. Now that we have reviewed Job and my thoughts on this story let's tie it all together with the Bible study chapter. 2. Geneva 1560 Bible Teaching Notes. Numbers CH 24. 1 through 9 When Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, then he went not, as certain times before, to set divinations, but set his face toward the wilderness. And Balaam lift up his eyes, and looked upon Israel, which dwelt according to their tribes, and the Spirit of God came upon him. And he uttered his parable, and said, Balaam the son of Baor hath said, and the man whose eyes were shut up, hath said. He hath said which heard the words of God, and saw the vision of the Almighty, and falling in a trance had his eyes opened. How goodly are thy tents, O Jacob, and thine habitations, O Israel! As the valleys are they stretched forth, as gardens by the river's side, as the aloe trees, which the Lord hath planted, as the cedars beside the waters. The water droppeth out of his bucket, and his seed shall be in many waters, and his king shall be higher than Agag, and his kingdom shall be exalted. God brought him out of Egypt, his strength shall be as an unicorn, he shall eat the nations his enemies, and bruise their bones, and shoot them through with his arrows. He coucheth, and lieth down as a young lion, and as a lion, who shall stir him up. Blessed is he that blesseth thee, and cursed is he that curseth thee. Definition of divinations, the attempt to discern future events by such means as trances, visions, to name a few. Or physical objects. The physical objects varied, rhabdomancy, the throwing of sticks or arrows into the air, hepatoscopy, examination of the liver or other organs of an animal, teraphim, images used for divination, necromancy, communication with the dead which is condemned by law and the prophets. Astrology, reading the stars and coming to conclusion on the basis of their positions and relations, or inducing a trance by this means. God sternly condemn all means of seeking hidden knowledge and knowledge of the future apart from his divine revelation. Cite, Wycliffe Bible Encyclopedia, Volume 1, 1975, page 468 Divination. Is there times or hours for as certain times before, to set divinations, as it reads in verse 1? Short answer yes, I am sure many us have heard of the witching hour. Of which as other don't know is apparently 3 am. I am not a witch. 
I have not studied witchy thing, but I can read. Apparently, witches and sorcerers of magic, like to use objects, nature, and hours times for their spells or hexes. After reading articles, what I can gather is somehow witches believe that casting spells at certain witch hours for certain witch reason will invoke a greater evil power and aim for their evil spell witch success. I would image some of this evil train of thought, if one could call it that, makes sense and is true. God has appointed times for and with his people in certain locations are more holy than others. I would image the evil realm has such a thing as well. In fact, God has shared with us before how the Georgia Guide Stone is a vortex of evil. Just as, how certain musical songs and dance music are used as to invoke the Kundalini or false Holy Spirit. I believe Balaam was trained to use his go to divination spell casting witchy ways, but his usual means of casting were not working so he decided to go into the wilderness and use nature's elements or energy to try and cast spells or divination prophecy fortune telling. Instead of Balaam receiving evil divination fortune, Balaam receives a two-fold experience from Almighty God. God placed Balaam in a trace, but not a witch trace, not a taken up in the spirit trace, but a full rebellious surrender trace. This was more than an out-of-body experience, this was God shutting Balaam's earthly evil eyes, but opening up his evil heart and exposing him to elements of God pure and holy love for his people Israel. This must have been amazing, painful, frustrating, and convicting for a high-level witch sorcerer like Balaam. Balaam experiencing God true love for his hard head stiff neck people, must have made Balaam physically sick with trembles. Most of us as Christian now that Balaam was given a blessing and gift in this experience. A chance at redemption and restoration in Christ, but to Balaam, it was torture. Verse 5, God begins to speak of how beautiful the nation of Israel is to him. 5. How goodly are thy tents, O Jacob, and thine habitations, O Israel. Though not perfect, the people of Israel are holy and valued greatly by God. Difficult to explain how pure love of God's thoughts he is towards the nation of Israel, but the word I can come up with is pure true love. I guess that is three words. Definition of habitations the translation of 20 different words in the Bible, including the ideas of temporary dwelling, sojourn, permanent home, dwelling place, fixed abode or place, and resting place. The temple is called God's habitation. The heavens also are God's dwelling place. Shibto, from Yashab, justice and judgment are likewise his habitation, Makan, a fixed place, in the New Testament, the church is called the habitation of God, Katoikaterian place of habitation, the Christian disciple may look forward to being and received into everlasting habitation, Skeen tent. What is an aloe tree? Old Testament refers to Aquilaria agaloka or eaglewood. This is a great tree towering 100 to 120 feet, therefore it was thought of being planted by the Lord. Agarwood, aloes wood, eagle wood or guru wood is a fragrant dark resinous wood used in incense, perfume, and small carvings. It is formed in the heartwood of Aquilaria trees when they become infected with a type of mold, Phyllophora parasitica. Prior to infection, the heartwood is odorless, relatively light and pale colored. However, as the infection progresses, the tree produces a dark aromatic resin, called aloes, not to be confused with aloe ferox, the succulent commonly known as the bitter aloe, or agar, not to be confused with the edible, algae-derived agar, as well as gaharu, jinko oud, or udagaru, not to be confused with bukhor, in response to the attack, which results in a very dense, dark, resin-embedded heartwood. The resin-embedded wood is valued in Indian Northeastern culture for its distinctive fragrance, and thus is used for incense and perfumes. Bible verse 7, The water droppeth out of his bucket, and his seed shall be in many waters, and his king shall be higher than Agag, and his kingdom shall be exalted. This verse was a little confusing to me, practically the words of his seed shall be in many waters. 
What does this mean? Spread out over oceans or rivers, diluted, massive, unseen or unknown, refreshing, pure, salty, undrinkable, I am not sure. Who is Agag? King of the Amalekites, taken by King Saul after a successful expedition against him. His life was spared by Saul, but the prophet Samuel, who regarded this clemency as a defiance of the will of YHWH, put him to death at Gilgal as a sacrifice similar to that sometimes performed by the early Arabs after a successful combat. 7 Balaam refers to Agag in a way that gives probability to the conjecture that the name was a standing title of the kings of Amalek. Who are the Amalekites Amalek, Amalekites? Name of a nomadic nation south of Palestine. That the Amalekites were not Arabs, but of a stock related to the Edomites, consequently also to the Hebrews, can be concluded from the genealogy in Genesis and in I Chronicles. Amalek is a son of Esau's firstborn son Eliphaz and of the concubine Timnah, the daughter of Seir, the Harite, and sister of Lotan. On the other hand, Genesis speaks of Amalekites, in southern Palestine, in the time of Abraham. That they were of obscure origin is also indicated in Numbers, where the Amalekites are called the first of the nations. The Amalekites were the first to come in contact with the Israelites' exodus, vainly opposing their march at Rephidim, not far from Sinai Deuteronomy smiting the hindmost, all that were feeble behind, and one Samuel. Consequently, they must be considered as possessors of the Sinaitic Peninsula, of the modern desert at T, or at least of the northern part of it. According to Numbers, which speaks of Amalekites defeating the Israelites in the lowland, they occupied also southern Palestine, partly together with the Canaanites, see also Genesis, Amalekites in En Mishpat, which is Kadesh. The extreme south seems to be Met, the pasture lands of the Negev, not the arable parts. Unicorn, myth or truth? A unicorn is a legendary creature that is known to possess magical abilities. Though in modern day this creature is thought to be nothing more than a myth, ancient cultures wrote of it as a real animal. In fact, it was included in many natural history books of the time. Unicorn The most popular depictions of the unicorn are known by Greek and European accounts and mythology, though there are similar unicorn-like creatures that have been recorded throughout the world. There were many interpretations of the beast, some saw it as the incarnation of purity and grace. Some believed that the horn of the beast had the power to provide cures for sickness and the ability to serve as an antidote for poison. There is no doubt in my mind unicorns are real and I am praying someday the truth will be set free. But, of course always confirm with God. Moving on. Numbers chapter 24, 10 through 18. Then Balak was very angry with Balaam, and smote his hands together. So Balak said unto Balaam, I sent for thee to curse mine enemies, and behold a, thou hast blessed them Nabe three times. Therefore Nabe flee unto thy place, I thought surely to promote thee unto honor, but lo, the Lord hath kept thee back from honor. Then Balaam answered Balak, told I not also thy messengers, which thou sentest unto me, saying, If Balak would jiwe me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot pass a the commandment of the Lord, to do either good or bad of mine own mind. What the Lord shall command, the same will I speak. And Nave behold, I go unto my people, come, I will advertise thee what this people shall do to thy folk in the later days. And he feared his parable, and sighed, Balaam the Sinai of Baor hath said, and the man whose eyes were shut VP, hath sighed. He hath said that heard the words of God, and hath the knowledge of the Most High, and saw the vision of the Almighty, and falling in a trounce had his eyes opened. I shall see him, but not Nave, I shall behold him, but not Neri, there shall come a star of Iacob, and a scepter shall rise of Israel, and shall smite the coasts of Moab, and destroy all the Sonies of Sheth. And Edom shall possessed, and Seir shall be a possession to their enemies, but Israel shall do valiantly, 
Balak clearly thought if he bribed Balaam, Balaam being a greedy sorcerer would go against God and curse God's chosen people. I believe if Balaam would have been in control of his own willpower, that Balaam would have cursed the child of Israel. I do believe in this case that God Almighty took over the tongue of Balaam and didn't allow Balaam to speak evil or curse about, over the children of Israel. I believe that God put through Balaam the spirit of prophecy and truth, therefore this no liar and cursor, was not able to do as King Balak wanted. Other times God has taken over a person's tongue in the Bible. Geneva Bible of 1587 Luke 1 20 And behold a, thou shalt be dumb, and not be able to speak, until the day that these things be done, because thou Bele waits not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. Deuteronomy 18 18 I will raise up a prophet from among their countrymen like you, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. Exodus 4:12. Now then go, and I, even I, will be with your mouth, and teach you what you are to say. 1 Kings 17:24. Then the woman said to Elijah, Now I know that you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord in your mouth is truth. These are just a couple of Bible verse that show God will and has put his spirit of truth and prophecy through who he wills in order to reach who God intends to reach how God intends to reach them. Do I believe we have been given free will from Almighty God? Yes. That being said, I believe in the case of the wicked being used, if there is a mustard seed of hope left in that soul that is righteous and worth or able to be redeemed unto the Lord, God will use and speak through them. I also believe God is God and if God wants to use a heathen like Balaam to speak his truth to show his glory, God will do that too. Glory be to the only living God. Amen and Amen. Moving on. Let's do some reviewing and look at some definition to ensure we understand the prophecy that is being spoken. These prophecies I believe were not only for the Bible times, but are as true as in today's times. Please be patient as we I believe will see the connections at the end. Definition of Trace 1. A hypnotic, cataleptic, or ecstatic state. 2. Detachment from one's physical surroundings, as in contemplation or daydreaming. 3. A semi-conscious state, as between sleeping and waking, a daze. 4. A genre of electronic dance music with a fast tempo, repetitive phrasing, and often a hypnotic effect. TR.V. Tranced, trankmiddle.ing, trankmiddle.s. To put into a trance, entrance. What is a star? Secular definition. Colon a natural luminous body visible in the sky especially at night. B. A self-luminous gaseous spheroidal celestial body of great mass which produces energy by means of nuclear fusion reactions. 2A1. A planet or a configuration of the planets that is held in astrology to influence one's destiny or fortune usually used in plural. 2. A waxing or waning fortune or famous star was rising. Bobsolete, destiny. 3A. A conventional figure with five or more points that represents a star especially, asterisk. B. An often star-shaped ornament or medal worn as a badge of honor, authority, or rank or as the insignia of an order. C. One of a group of conventional stars used to place something in a scale of value. What is a star Bible definition? The 11 stars, Genesis 37:9, the 7, Amos 5:8, wandering, Jude 1:13, seen in the east at the birth of Christ, probably some luminous meteors miraculously formed for this specific purpose, Matthew 2:2-10, stars worshipped, Deuteronomy 4:19, 2 Kings 17:16, 21-3, Jeremiah 19:13 spoken of symbolically numbers 24 17 revelation 1 16 revelation 1 20 12 to 1 
I believe the stars that are in the heavens are the seeds of Abraham and the sons of God. When I read the following verses, I believe that the angels that did not fall are in the heavens. I believe that angels that did fall are demons, and evil spirits, principalities of the air. I also believe those with negative RH factor blood are seeds of the fallen angels and all the mutated DNA that we as God's children are not to mix with. We went over the mutated DNA lesson in these hyperlinked classes. Numbers CH 13, 12 spies sent to Canaan. Giants, DNA, and as in the days of Noah. Book of Jubilees, Little Genesis Apocalypse of Moses CH 10. Part 2 CH 11 Book of Jubilees, Little Genesis, Apocalypse Moses. Part 3 CH 12 Little Genesis, Apocalypse Moses, and Book of Jubilees. Chapters 13, 14, 15 Book of Jubilees, Little Genesis, Apocalypse of Moses. Book of Enoch CH 6 9 How and Why Man Became Corrupted, Genesis 6 Recap and Expand. Book of Enoch CH 1 and CH 6 Review Matching Genesis CH 5. To review a couple of facts in scripture I believe support my belief that stars are spiritual seeds of Abraham and sons of God. Again I fully admit this might be one of my more out there beliefs. Of course, God knows the truth so please always confirm with God. In scripture, Christ is called the bright and morning star, the star that ushers in the light of an eternal day to his people. Revelations. 22. Ministers are also called stars in Christ's right hand, as, being supported and directed by Christ, they convey light and knowledge to the followers of Christ. Revelations 1. The twelve stars which form the crown of the church, are the twelve apostles. Revelations 12. Psalm 147.4. He determines the number of the stars, he gives to all of them their names. Daniel 12.3. And those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky above, and those who turn many to righteousness, like the stars forever and ever. Psalm 136.9. The moon and stars to rule over the night, for his steadfast love endures forever. Psalm 8.3. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place. Deuteronomy 4.19. And beware lest you raise your eyes to heaven, and when you see the sun and the moon and the stars, all the host of heaven, you be drawn away and bow down to them and serve them, things that the Lord your God has allotted to all the peoples under the whole heaven. Revelation 6.13. And the stars of the sky fell to the earth as the fig tree sheds its winter fruit when shaken by a gale. Isaiah 40:26. Lift up your eyes on high and see, who created these. He who brings out their host by number, calling them all by name, by the greatness of his might, and because he is strong in power not one is missing. God's covenant with Abram Genesis chapter 15, verses 1 to 7. Romans 4 1 to 12, Hebrews 11 8 to 19. After these things, the, a word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy buckler, and thine exceeding great reward. And Abram said, O Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless, and the steward of mine house is this Eliezer of Damascus? Again Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, wherefore lo, a servant of mine house shall be mine heir. Then behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This man shall not be thine heir, but one that shall come out of thine own bowels, he shall be thine heir. Moreover he brought him forth and said, Look up now unto heaven, and tell the stars if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And Abram believed the Lord, and he counted that to him for righteousness. Again he said unto him, I am the Lord, that brought thee out of your, of the Chaldeans, to give thee this land to inherit it. Smite the princes of Moab? 
Who are the Moabites equals people east of the Dead Sea? Moab is the offspring of Lot and his oldest daughter. Drunkenness, cunning, manipulation, irrational fear and incestuous rape, brought about the Moabites. The Moabites follow the religion related to the Canaanites. The verse we read in the Bible is God not saying he will smite not the Moabites, in this verse, but rather God stated, shall smite the coasts of Moab, and destroy all the Sonis of Sheth, key word being coast. So the location of Moab. Where the sons of Sheth live or dwell and guessing others who happen to live in that location as well. So what we have to find out here is, who are the sons of Sheth? There are different arguments to this question. Some believe Sheth and Seth being the son of Adam after Cain killed Abel is the Seth and seed into Sheth are the same. Others believe Sheth here means Shem from the sons of Noah. Or, any people who live this area. So who are the people of tribes that lived in Moab? There were many evil tribes that lived on this coast in Judges 10:6. we read the children of Israel again did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh, and served the Baals, and the Ashtaroth, and the gods of Syria, and the gods of Sidon, and the gods of Moab, and the gods of the children of Ammon, and the gods of the Philistines, and they forsook Yahweh, and didn't serve him. This also includes Arabs and Egyptians, and the other tribes we read about in the following Bible verse were all tribes that dwelled or visited the area of Moab for Baal and Ashtaroth rituals. Much like the nation of Israel travel for the biblical feast, these evil ones would travel to Moab for their evil feast festivals. Who are the sons of Sheth? I believe sons of Sheth should read sons of Set. Who is Set? The name Set or Seth is shrouded in mystery and the meaning of the name is not known. The Set animal is often claimed to have been first documented as far back as 3790 BCE, but that's disputed and the next undisputed date of documentation that details the Set animal is 3200 BCE. Set was the son of Geb and Nut, the gods of the earth and sky respectively. He had a number of prominent siblings, namely Osiris, Isis, Nephthys, and Hererus. He also consorted with Nephthys as a lover, along with Anat, Astarte, and Taweret. His sole child was Anubis, the dog-headed god, whose mother was Nephthys. However, some versions of the myth credit Osiris as Anubis' father, while older stories say that it is Ra who is Anubis' true father. It's interesting to note that, as god of foreigners, he had relationships with two foreign goddesses in the form of Anat and Astarte. Why do some of the evil gods look like half-human half-beast? We have to remember the fallen angels didn't just go into the daughter of man, but also anything that had an opening that could be entered and reproduce. Not only did the fallen angels pervert daughters of man and animals, but they did this with plants and spilled their evil seed on the ground to pervert the earth. Or lands. In Greek mythology we read often about the creatures such as Orthrus a fearsome two-headed hound that lived with giants. Sphinx. A half-human, half-lion who would slay anybody who did not answer her riddles. When Oedipus was able to answer a riddle correctly, she jumped into the ocean in a fit of rage and drowned. Nemean Lion. A gigantic lion with impenetrable skin that eventually became the star constellation Leo. Cerberus. This well-known monster was a three-headed dog that guarded the entrance to Hades. Leyden. A serpentine dragon, Dracone that guarded the golden apples in the garden of the Hesperides. Lernian Hydra. An ancient serpent-like water monster with reptilian traits and many heads that multiplied if they were cut off. Caucasian Eagle. An eagle that every day ate the liver of Prometheus. Chimera. A monstrous fire-breathing hybrid creature with the body of a lion, the head of a goat, and a tail with a snake's head. There are more of these beasts that we have covered when we review the Egyptian beast offsprings of the fallen angels. A little more on the Greek beast, appearance. Set is shown as a human figure with an animal head, 
but no one knows exactly which animal it's supposed to be. To be clear, it's not that he has an animal head exactly, but that his head is a fully inhuman creature known as the said animal. Sometimes it's known as the Typhonic Beast, because said is also associated with the Greek god Typhon. This beast looks a bit like a jackal, but it has a stiff, forked tail. Its ears are very long and stand upright. The beast's nose is long and tapers almost like that of an anteater. The head sometimes looks somewhat like that of a giraffe. Surely no actual animal such as this has ever existed on Earth, so the animal is likely to be an invention by the ancient Egyptians. Who are Edom and why are they after seed of Jacob? Edomites equal Esau's seed. Let's review and remember, a long long time ago in the book of Genesis chapter 27. Blessings of Jacob. 27 And he came near and kissed him. Then he smelled the savor of his garments, and blessed him, and said, Behold, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field, which the Lord hath blessed. 28 God give thee therefore of the dew of heaven, and the fatness of the earth, and plenty of wheat and wine. 29 Let people be thy servants, and nations bow down unto thee, be Lord over thy brethren, and let thy mother's children honor thee, cursed be he that curseth thee, and blessed be he that blesseth thee. 30 And when Isaac had made an end of blessing Jacob, and Jacob was scarce gone out from the presence of Isaac his father, then came Esau his brother from his hunting. Blessings Curses of Esau 36 Then he said, Was he not justly called Jacob? For he hath deceived me these two times, he took my birthright, and lo, now hath he taken my blessing. Also he said, Hast thou not reserved a blessing for me? 37 Then Isaac answered, and said unto Esau, Behold, I have made him thy lord, and all his brethren have I made his servants, and with wheat and wine have I furnished him, and unto thee now what shall I do, my son? 38 Then Esau said unto his father, Hast thou but one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me, also my father. And Esau lifted up his voice, and wept. 39 Then Isaac his father answered, and said unto him, Behold, the fatness of the earth shall be thy dwelling place, and thou shalt have of the dew of heaven from above. 40 And by thy word shalt thou live, and shalt be thy brother's servant. But it shall come to pass, when thou shalt get the mastery, that thou shalt break his yoke from thy neck. 41 Therefore Esau hated Jacob, because of the blessing, wherewith his father blessed him. And Esau thought in his mind, The days of mourning for my father will come shortly, then I will slay my brother Jacob. And this has been a family battle ever since. But, Israel who is Jacob's seed who is Isaac's seed who is Abraham's seed who is the righteous of Seth's seed who came from Adam and Eve, shall do valiantly. Define valiantly. In a bold and stout-hearted way, bravely or courageously. In a heroic way that shows determination and tenacity. In a worthy or excellent way. Edom shall be possessed possessed by who? Seir shall be a possession to their enemies who are their enemies? The term Mount Seir is most often used simply as a geographical marker to explain where something happened. The primary significance of Mount Seir is that this mountainous region was the territory that God gave to Esau. The Lord had done the same for the descendants of Esau, who lived in Seir, when he destroyed the Horites from before them. They drove them out and have lived in their place to this day, Deuteronomy 2.22. Because Seir belonged to Esau's descendants, Israel was forbidden from invading or capturing that territory. God explains in Deuteronomy 2.5, Do not contend with them, for I will not give you any of their land, no, not so much as for the sole of the foot to tread on, because I have given Mount Seir to Esau as a possession. This is reiterated in Joshua 24.4, And to Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. I assigned the hill country of Seir to Esau, but Jacob and his family went down to Egypt. In the days of King Hezekiah, 
some men of the tribe of Simeon attacked the Amalekites who were living in Seir, presumably because they had driven out the Edomites whose land it was, and then the Simeonites lived there after defeating the Amalekites, 1 Chronicles 4 41-43. 2 Chronicles 20-23 records another incident. The Ammonites and Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. The intent of the Ammonites and Moabites had been to attack Jerusalem where Jehoshaphat was king, but the Lord brought deliverance. When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked toward the vast army, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground, no one had escaped. So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder, and they found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing and also articles of value, more than they could take away. There was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it, 2 Chronicles 20 24-25. God continues speaking through Balaam disclosing the horrors of judgment that will befall all those WHO have vexed or harmed his chosen people, Israel. Numbers chapter 24, 19 He also that shall how dominion shall be of Iacob, and shall destroy the remnant of the city. And when he looked on Amalek, he feared his parable, and sighed, Amalek was the first of the nations, but his latter end day shall come to destruction. 21 And he looked on the Kenites, and feared his parable, and said, Strong is thy dwelling place, and put thy nest in the Rukah. 22 Nevertheless, the Kenite shall be spoiled until Ashur carry thee away capture. 23 Again he feared his parable, and sighed, Alas, who shall leave you when God doeth this? 24 The ships also shall come from the coasts of Kittim, and subdue Ashur, and shall subdue Eber, and he also shall come to destruction. 25 Then Balaam rose VP, and went and returned to his place, and Balak also went his way. The city that shall be destroyed is the city of the Edomites. Remember the Edomites are descendants of Esau. The Edomites have vexed and created war against the nation of Israel as far back as the times of Genesis. According to the NIV Cultural Background Study Bible, Seir is another name for Edom, located between the Dead Sea and the Gulf of Aqaba. The word itself is related to the Hebrew word meaning hair, as possible meaning also for the name Esau. The NIV study Bible explains, Esau's clan must have driven away the original Harite inhabitants of Seir. There were 12 tribes of Esau, just as there were 12 tribes of Jacob. It is a wild and rugged region, traversed by fruitful valleys, Mounts's complete expository dictionary informs of Seir, the early inhabitants of the land were Horites. They were destroyed by the Edomites, Dut 2.12, between whom and the kings of Israel and Judah there was frequent war, 2 Kings 8:20, 2 CHR, 28:17. Edom means red or muddy and was known for its reddish sandstone. Clarence L. Haynes Jr. points out for Crosswalk.com, Esau was connected to red things, his red complexion red at birth, Genesis 25:25, red stew, Genesis 25:29-30, and red country, Genesis 32:3. God is always purposeful in the layers of the stories he has left behind in his living word for us to glean wisdom from. Easton's Bible Dictionary states, the Edomites were Semites, closely related in blood and in language to the Israelites. These two peoples were related, yet the differences forged between them seemed to be unmovable. Who was Amalek? The Amalekites, descendants of Amalek, were an ancient biblical nation living near the land of Canaan. They were the first nation to attack the Jewish people after the exodus from Egypt, and they are seen as the archetypal enemy of the Jews. The nation of Amalek is long gone, but they live on as the internal enemies that we each battle on a daily basis. Who is Amalek? Eliphaz, son of Esau, the patriarch Jacob's brother and sworn enemy, and his concubine Timnah had a child named Amalek. Amalek grew up in Esau's household, imbibing Esau's pathological hatred of Jacob's descendants along the way, 
His offspring became the nation of Amalek, and they lived to the south of the land of Israel, in what is now known as the Negev Desert. Following the battle, G.D. commanded Moses to record the story of Amalek's treacherous attack for posterity, and to enjoin Moses' future successor, Joshua, to remember the attack as well. G.D. promised to completely wipe out the memory of Amalek from the earth, and to wage an eternal war with Amalek in every generation. G.D. swore that his name and throne would not be complete until Amalek was destroyed. Forty years later, as the Jews stood poised to enter the land of Israel, Moses reminded the Jews of the command to combat Amalek. WHO were the Kenites? According to the critical interpretation of the biblical data, the Kenites were a clan settled on the southern border of Judah, originally more advanced in arts than the Hebrews, and from whom the latter learned much. In the time of David the Kenites were finally incorporated into the tribe of Judah. Their eponymous ancestor was Cain, Cain, to whose descendants J in Genesis attributes the invention of the art of working bronze and iron, the use of instruments of music, etc. Sace has inferred that the Kenites were a tribe of smiths, a view to which J's statements would lend support. Jethro, priest of Midian, and father-in-law of Moses, is said judges to have been a Kenite. This indicates that the Kenites originally formed part of the Midianite tribe or tribes. In Exodus according to Exodus, Jethro initiates Moses and Aaron into the worship of YHWH. Several modern scholars believe, in consequence of this statement, that YHWH was a Kenite deity, and that from the Kenites through the agency of Moses' worship passed to the Israelites. Who was Asher? The eighth son of the patriarch Jacob, and the traditional progenitor of the tribe Asher. He is represented as the younger brother of Gad, these two being the sons of Zilpah, the handmaid of Leah. In rabbinical literature, for a time Asher was not on good terms with his brothers, because he had informed them of Reuben's sin against his stepmother Bilhah, and they would not believe him, indeed they reproached him instead. Not until Reuben repented and confessed his crime did they realize their injustice toward Asher. From the first he had had no evil intentions against Reuben, in fact he was the very one whose endeavor it had always been to reconcile the brothers, especially when they disputed as to who among them was destined to be the ancestor of the priests. Asher is regarded as the example of a virtuous man who with single-mindedness strives only for the general good. Asher married twice. His first wife was Adon, a great-granddaughter of Ishmael, his second, Hadura, a granddaughter of Eber and a widow. As a reward for the righteousness of Asher, his tribe conquers the Kenites. What or where are the coast of Kittim? Empires of the Old Testament map. Or Kittim, a plural form, Genesis 10:4 the name of a branch of the descendants of Javan, the son of Japheth. Balaam foretold, Numbers 24-24, that ships shall come from the coast of Kittim, and afflict Eber. Daniel prophesied, 11:30, that the ships of Kittim would come against the king of the north. It probably denotes Cyprus, whose ancient capital was called Kishon by the Greeks. The references elsewhere made to Kittim, Isaiah 23-1 Isaiah 23-12, Jeremiah 2.10, Ezekiel 27.6, are to be explained on the ground that while the name originally designated the Phoenicians only, it came latterly to be used of all the islands and various settlements on the seacoasts which they had occupied, and then of the people who succeeded them when the Phoenician power decayed. Hence it designates generally the islands and coasts of the Mediterranean and the races that inhabit them. What or who is Ashur? Name of a city once the capital of Assyria. Ashur was apparently the first important town built by the early colonists of the country, who probably came from Babylonia. One of the earliest known rulers of Assyria, Shamshiadad I. About 1820 BC, erected in the city of Ashur a temple dedicated to Anu and Adad, and Ashur may be regarded as having been, even at that early date, the capital of the newly founded principality of Assyria. 
WHO or what is ever? The eponymous ancestor of the Hebrews, grandson of Arphaxad and great-grandson of Shem, father of Joktan, the ancestor of the Arabs, and of Peleg, among whose progeny, in the fifth generation, was Abram. This explains the fact that, in the genealogy of the Semites, Abraham and, especially, Israel are called descendants of Eber, for if Eber had been originally the name of a person, it would be strange that Abraham should have been so closely linked with him, since Eber was not his immediate ancestor, but one six times removed. It is because Eber was originally the name of a region that it took so important a place in the genealogical tree. The Babylonian name corresponding to the Hebrew Eber Hanahar is Abir Nari. Now, this is me trying to make sense of the Bible verse with the information and research provided. 1 for verse numbers 24 verse 18 Edom the land and Seir the land shall be possessed by their enemies. Next questions who are the enemies of Edom and Seir? I'm going to guess not just Israel. But regardless Israel will do valiantly over all others. 2 for verse numbers 24 verse 19 Jacob, which are those nations who God accepts into the family of Christ even before they are completely converted, will destroy the nations of the Edomites reminders that were not completely taken out by the root in previous battles or wars. 3 for verse numbers 24 verse 20 since Amalek was the first of nations. To vex and curse and war against Israel, their judgment shall be served around or in the time of the day of the Lord. 4 for verse numbers 24 verse 21, and 22 the Kenites the descendants of Cain, even if they build strong houses or fortresses of stone or rock the righteous nation of Asher shall carry them away captive. 5 for verse numbers 24 verse 23 who shall be alive in faith when the Lord returns? In Luke chapter 18 verses 1 through 43, we read in my opinion the perfect chapter that puts this whole beautiful poem of our Lord together. And he spake also a parable unto them, to this end, that they ought always to pray, and not to wax faint. Saying, there was a judge in a certain city, which feared not God, neither reverenced man. And there was a widow in that city, which came unto him, saying, do me justice against mine adversary. And he would not have a long time, but afterward he said with himself, though I fear not God, nor reverence man. Yet because this widow troubled me, I will do her right, lest at the last she come and make me weary. And the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge saith. Now shall not God avenge his elect, which cry day and night unto him, yea, though, he suffer long for them. I tell you he will avenge them quickly, but when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. He spake also this parable unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were just, and despised others. Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee, and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, O God, I thank thee that I am not as other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week, I give tithe of all that ever I possess. But the publican standing afar off, would not lift up so much as his eyes to heaven, but smote his breast, saying, O God, be merciful to me a sinner. I tell you, this man departed to his house, justified rather than the other, for every man that exalteth himself shall be brought low, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. They brought unto him also babes that he should touch them. And when his disciples saw it, they rebuked them. But Jesus called them unto him, and said, Suffer the babes to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, Whosoever receiveth not the kingdom of God as a babe, he shall not enter therein. Then a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good master, what ought I do, to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? None is good, save one, even God. Thou knowest the commandments, 
Thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, honor thy father and thy mother. And he said, All these have I kept from my youth. Now when Jesus heard that, he said unto him, Yet lackest thou one thing, sell all that ever thou hast, and distribute unto the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. But when he heard those things, he was very heavy, for he was marvelous rich. And when Jesus saw him very sorrowful, he said, With what difficulty shall they that have riches, enter into the kingdom of God? Surely it is easier for a camel to go through a needle's eye, than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Then said they that heard it, and who then shall be saved? And he said, The things which are impossible with men, are possible with God. Then Peter said, Lo, we have left all, and have followed thee. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house, or parents, or brethren, or wife, or children for the kingdom of God's sake. Which shall not receive much more in this world, and in the world to come life everlasting. Then Jesus took unto him the twelve, and said unto them, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and all things shall be fulfilled to the Son of Man, that are written by the prophets. For he shall be delivered unto the Gentiles, and shall be mocked, and shall be spiteful and treated, and shall be spitted on. And when they have scourged him, they will put him to death, but the third day he shall rise again. But they understood none of these things, and this saying was hid from them, neither perceived they the things, which were spoken. And it came to pass, that as he was come near unto Jericho, a certain blind man sat by the wayside, begging. And when he heard the people pass by, he asked what it meant. And they said unto him, that Jesus of Nazareth passed by. Then he cried, saying, Jesus the son of David, have mercy on me. And they which went before, rebuked him that he should hold his peace, but he cried much more, O son of David have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still, and commanded him to be brought unto him. And when he was come near, he asked him, saying, What wilt thou that I do unto thee? And he said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Receive thy sight, thy faith hath saved thee. Then immediately he received his sight, and followed him, praising God, and all the people, when they saw this, gave praise to God. 6 for verse Numbers 24 verse 24 Assyria shall be subdued, Babylonian shall be subdued, and possibly Roman, and possibly Arabs, and all rebellious Jews and Christian from any tribe, he also shall come to destruction, by those who use the Phoenicians waterway or coastal lands at the time of this occurrence, the day of the Lord. Now I am not yet, an end of times expert or a day of the Lord expert. I am trying to make sense of it all. Please please please. Do as I do and always ask God for confirmations, wisdom, education, and discernment. In Jesus' wonderful name, yes and Amen. Amen and Amen. The spiritual teaching of the Torah is be only during live Bible study. The Torah verses below are for those WHO like to read or study the Torah during their own time. For the sake of avoiding repeating the verses, I will only go over the verse God Hashem highlighted to US for this Bible study. Let US begin. 3. Torah Spiritual Teaching Notes Numbers CH24 Link to E-Verse of Torah 1. Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, so he did not go in search of omens as he had done time and time again, but turned his face toward the desert. 2. Balaam raised his eyes and saw Israel dwelling according to its tribes, and the Spirit of God rested upon him. 3. He took up his parable and said, The word of Balaam the son of Baor and the word of the man with an open eye, for the word of the one who hears God's sayings, who sees the vision of the Almighty, 
fallen yet with open eyes. 5. How goodly are your tents, O Jacob, your dwelling places, O Israel. 6. They extend like streams, like gardens by the river, like aloes which the Lord planted, like cedars by the water. 7. Water will flow from his wells, and his seed shall have abundant water. His king shall be raised over Agag, and his kingship exalted. 8. God, who has brought them out of Egypt with the strength of his loftiness he shall consume the nations which are his adversaries, bear their bones and dip his arrows, into their blood. 9. He crouches and lies like a lion and like a lioness, who will dare rouse him. Those who bless you shall be blessed, and those who curse you shall be cursed. 10. Balak's anger flared against Balaam, and he clapped his hands. Balak said to Balaam, I called you to curse my enemies, but you have blessed them these three times. 11. Now, hurry back to your place. I said I would honor you greatly, but the Lord has deprived you of honor. 12. Balaam said to Balak, but I even told the messengers you sent to me, saying, 13. If Balak gives me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot transgress the word of the Lord to do either good or evil on my own. Only what the Lord speaks can I speak. 14. And now, I'm going to my people. Come, I will advise you, what this people will do to your people at the end of days. 15. He took up his parable and said, The word of Balaam, son of Baor, the word of a man with an open eye. 16. The word of the one who hears God's sayings and perceives the thoughts of the Most High, who sees the vision of the Almighty, fallen yet with open eyes. 17. I see it, but not now, I behold it, but not soon. A star has gone forth from Jacob, and a staff will arise from Israel which will crush the princes of Moab and uproot all the sons of Seth. 18. Edom shall be possessed, and Seir shall become the possession of his enemies, and Israel shall triumph. 19. A ruler shall come out of Jacob, and destroy the remnant of the city. 20. When he saw Amalek, he took up his parable and said, Amalek was the first of the nations, and his fate shall be everlasting destruction. 21. When he saw the Kenite, he took up his parable and said, How firm is your dwelling place, and your nest is set in a cliff. 22. For if Cain is laid waste, how far will Assyria take you captive? 23. He took up his parable and said, Alas! Who can survive these things from God? 24. Ships will come from the Kittites and afflict Assyria and afflict those on the other side, but he too will perish forever. 25. Balaam arose, went, and returned home, and Balak went on his way. Amen and Amen. Note, all sources are hyperlinked to allow more translatable version in podcast. Cover art created by Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study. Photos https colon slash slash www.clickasnap.com slash speak God's Grace or Facebook page http colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash Marie Speaks 009.